This is the Squared Quote Podcast with Mark Morris and Jared Meruyama. Hello and welcome to another episode of this Squared Co. podcast. I am your host, Mark Morris, and Jared Maruyama is hiding on his screen for He's some reason. Drinking water while you're oh, doing your big man. intro. Uh, okay, so I got to say, I don't know how the weather is over in your part of California, but I hate it where it is where I am living. What? Um, the um, I think, so today, we're, we're actually recording this a little bit early, just... Uh, all the truths <laughs> out in the world here. This is not a true December recap because we're like eight days shy of the end of the month or nine. I don't know. Anyways, mm-hmm. it's a little. It's a couple days before Christmas, and I think it's the officially the first day of winter. And for That's Southern right. California, where I live, last week it was like in the eighties, which is yeah. ridiculous. And then today, the first day of winter, it's like in the 50s. So hmm. I don't know if they're just going hardcore by that calendar, but it's been very frustrating for me because <laughs> I love the, the Christmas season. And part of that, like getting in the Christmas spirit, if you will, is cold weather. And it's been freaking hot, so I can't get fully immersed into the Christmas spirit because it's been so hot and it just, it feels wrong. I don't like it. Yeah. I, I forget sometimes how difficult your life is, but um, <laughs> I'm glad you have this forum now to tell everybody. Uh, <laughs> so when you say it's in the fifties though, does that feel like winter to you then? Does that feel cold? That LA cold? Yeah, that's cold enough for me. And so it's super windy. I mean, I think everybody knows there's been a lot of fires in California the past few weeks and few yeah. months. And it's a major contributor is the wind. So today uh, it was cold and windy. So it makes it feel even colder. But yeah, let's not, not get stuck on weather. I just wanted to start with that little rant. <laughs> it's like the 40s up con- here. So we're, we're pretty, we're pretty. <laughs> and you, but it's been cold for you for yes. a while. It's yes. not a new occurrence like it is for, for me. <laughs> All um, right. But okay. So. I've got to do jump back to November because there's something that I forgot to talk about in our November recap that is it was kind of a cool thing. And I wouldn't say it's a big deal, but it was fun. And it's the midnight concert. I know you are. I don't know why or how it slipped my mind. I must not have taken good notes uh, for when we were recording that episode. But yeah, I so I think it was the Saturday before Thanksgiving they played it was their second show um and they played it in LA i went to so so far i've been to 100% of the midnight concerts i am yeah. 2 for 2 in los they angeles one, they did one in san francisco in july oh that's and right and then one in la this past november and that's all the shows that they, they they've ever done um and both times they had fm84 open for them which is another so the genre that they exist in, I've come to learn now, is called synthwave, and FM84 is another synthwave band. But anyways, it's pretty much the same bill for both the shows that I saw them at. Um, I know they 
just announced a couple more shows in next spring, but it's like New York, Chicago, and like I think Washington D.C. So there's, yeah. I'm not going to keep my uh, my perfect record with the, the, their concerts anymore. So what what's this FM eighty four? Is it a similar sounding band or something different? Um, so the Midnight is they're both two man groups, if you will. So there's like I don't know what you would call them, maybe a producer, but the guy that like creates the music, and then they each have a singer. Huh. So they are similar in that regard, uh, and they do sound very much like like an heavily eighties inspired band with like a, I'm, a lot of their sampling is done from like that, that era. Um, but yeah, they, so they're similar, but different. Like you can definitely tell that they're different, but they're, they exist within the same genre. So we've talked about them a few times on the show before, and actually we've, we've used their music uh, in, in some cases. Um, so we don't have to go too deep into this, but um, yeah. <laughs> so, but you're going again in, uh, February. I, okay. Or? So I'm on the fence for this one. So the, the guy that produces the music and like comes up with the, the actual melodies and whatever, he is DJing somewhere in LA in February. So oh. when I first saw it, I thought it was another concert. And then like, you know, upon further investigation, I've come to realize that it's, he's DJing a set at a club. Oh, so I'm less excited to do that, and I'm not 100% sure if if uh, if I'll actually follow through with that one. Oh, well, that's good to know. Thank goodness I didn't plan on going to that one. I'd be kind of upset. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm sure it'll still be fun. Um, yeah. And I don't know if it's like he's mixing his own music during his mm-hmm. set or if it's, you know, a, a bunch of different bands or in music. But, yeah, it's not a live show. It's just a, a set. That was just something from November. Now we're going on to all December stuff. Right. So I think for me, at least, I think the month started off with the Disneyland candlelight processional. Now, I don't know. Do you have something you want to go with before that? Or do you want to dive? Oh, so <laughs> we don't have to, we don't have to go in order. Or okay. Yeah. We, we can start with that if you want. Um, yeah. So that was a cool thing for us, or that's a good thing for us to, to start with because we both got to do that together. Yeah. The I, I we think we both posted about the the special guest yes. that that was there. Uh, do you want to let the listeners know if if they uh, didn't see our posts? <laughs> if you didn't see our posts, you should definitely go back and see it because it's kind of hilarious. But it was Thor. Thor got yes. to read the Christmas story <laughs> this year. It's very exciting, and they waited very late in the process to uh, announce or unveil who the speaker was going to be. Every year, it's a it's a celebrity. Uh, they mm-hmm. do this in Disney World as well, but they do it for the whole like holiday season. So they've got quite a few celebrities coming through there. But for Disneyland, they only do it on this weekend uh, yeah. in December. So, um, but people were I just going crazy was, trying was to figure cool. out who it was going to be. Was, yeah, so, so I. I had just seen the the latest Thor movie, so and I loved the Thor movie. So then seeing him up there was it, it was made it that much cooler. And I'm surprised <laughs> they got him. Like that's a pretty big name. Uh, I don't know high profile celebrity. I don't know who they've had in years past, but that seems like I don't know if you can top that. Really, I think it's one of the most like. Um 
contemporary actors that they've had in quite a while. I mean, they, they get a lot of people from like TV shows or like uh, Kurt Russell was there one time we did it, Bo Bridges. I saw him do it. Um, I think people like Dick Van Dyke, those kind of Disney people have done it in the past, but um, I think yeah. he's like one of the, um, probably one of the biggest like contemporary people like with a movie out right now. So yeah. it's kind of a big deal. People were uh, pretty excited about it, I think. And it was, he was an interesting choice too. Cause I think even just from a speaking perspective, you wouldn't think let's get Thor, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he definitely has a really cool voice. I mean, it's uh, a, <laughs> yes, I, I thought it was really, really sexy. Fun. I guess <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to avoid using that language here, Jared, but, but yes. it was so like, it was so low he, and he has that accent. And, and if you yeah, haven't, like I said, go listen to it on our, on our page. Yeah. So the only thing about that, I love Christmas music. Um, and I, so I had never experienced <laughs> this before and I didn't right. really know what to expect. I know that they have people singing there's a whole choir and a like live um, musicians and band there. So I thought it was just going to be like almost like carol caroling kind of music, yeah, but sure. it was this was more like church Christmas music. So uh, I mean, it was still <laughs> it was beautiful, but I wanted the sing along songs, and I did not get it. Well, we got to sing along every year. They do Silent Night, and it's always a let's all. Sing I don't along even thing. know the words to that song. I know oh, I don't even Silent Night, Holy Night. That's all I know. Okay, well that's that's pretty close. Um, yeah, no, it's. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a religious thing. It is definitely telling the story of uh, the birth of Jesus and they're singing songs that accompany that. So, um, yeah, yeah. It, it is surprising that in this day and age, it's a tradition that they keep doing, which is pretty, I think it's pretty exciting that it's something they've maintained since like I the do, 50s. I do like the tradition of it, you know, knowing that it's been pretty much the same yeah. ceremony for so many years. I can appreciate that. But selfishly, I wanted... Um, uh, some more <laughs> goofy sing-along songs in there. Yeah. I mean, cause it's, it's not, um, they don't Disney it up, right? Like Mickey no, doesn't show up. They don't do any kind of like silliness. It's all very straightforward. Um, so it's very nice. I, I don't know. It gets me kind of choked up every time I go to this thing. It feels very Christmassy and you're in Disneyland and, uh, you know, it's very crowded and you're sitting very close to the people next to you. Then there's all those, other people watching you because you have seats and you can kind of like look at them and wave and laugh. And, uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's a very it's, nice, it's similar uh, to the club 33 experience. Yeah. You're in a, <laughs> a VIP area of the park and you can let everybody know that you are so much better than them because <laughs> it's just for a select, a select few. Or in your case, you're with an amazing person. Either way, it's still <laughs> a very exciting. I still got to experience it. <laughs> yes. Um, so. So I'm so, glad we got to do that. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was cool. Um, and then afterwards, we did our first Instagram live. I know that, you know, typically people use their Instagram live for like short spurts. Um, I think a lot of people do it like attached to an event or something. So they'll show the event happening. Uh, this was our first attempt at it. I think it went well, um, but we didn't have a lot of people tune into it. I think <laughs> our peak was like 13 viewers. Which, That's actually um, more than I thought we were going to get. So we, I, I appreciate all of them. Uh, I know Daniel yes. Clark and Anna Clark were in there. Chris Ramo. Um, a lot of people tuned in afterwards, um, but 
Yeah, it's um, it's something I had a lot of fun doing it. So we attached kind of not a game, but like an activity. We I bought a box of the Disney Afternoon Funko blind blind boxes. Right. I bought a case of them. So we did an unboxing and kind of talked about all the characters and stuff as it was happening. Um, I think maybe next time, if we ever do do one again, I would like to. We should maybe ha- have people ask questions ahead of time. Because on the spot, nobody was really asking questions. So maybe if we do one, we can throw out like a theme of questions that we'll be answering. And I don't know. That's That was the only other thing that came to mind for me. It's almost like you need a third person, though, to either hold the, the camera or to <laughs> keep an eye on the feed. Because it was hard to like it zoomed by very quickly if, if a bunch of people yeah. were commenting. So. But I don't know. Do you um, use that function much yourself? I do stories, but I've never. That was the first time I ever did a live. Okay, so, you, so I'm going to derail us here a little bit. But tell me, like, <laughs> what do you think is the point of stories exactly? So now because the algorithm has like it's made it impossible for people to really stay on top of the people that they follow. So, I mean, this frustrates the, me to no end that. Now, you know, when Instagram first started, whoever you were following, so let's say I'm following 10 people. If those 10 people posted something, you know, consecutively in 10 minutes, like one person did one, second person did it a minute later, and then third person a minute later, I would get all of those posts in chronological order that they were posted of the people I follow. Now... I'll get a post in my feed from you that says you posted it four days ago and it's at the top of my feed. And then I scroll down and it's another artist that I follow that posted something four minutes ago. So I don't know how, like what's going on with the algorithm, but it's all over the place. Um, So the benefit of the stories is you can post a story and it's on top of your Instagram feed. Right, right. At all times. So that stays chronological. Oh, so that stays um, like the, the old stories. algorithm? Yeah. So I don't, I think it's the, I don't know if it's the most recent story of your fault fo- of who you follow goes up there or the one that's been there the longest, huh. but either way it stays up there for 24 hours. So instead of like hoping that you come across someone's feed, you'll be at the top of theirs. Like you'll, you, you will be there, whatever you post on the top there. You know, whether or not they choose to watch it or click on your icon is a different story. Yeah. But at least you have the opportunity to be in front of them. Um, so, so what's pe- the advantage of, of having something that pops up and stays for 24 hours, though, and then disappears? Like for me, like to me, I feel like I'd, I want if I'm going to post something, I kind of want it there. So if you didn't catch it, then uh, people who come later or do it will will catch it at a later time. But like why the 24 hour uh sort of expiration date on these things uh that was them stealing the snap is it snapchat yeah yeah so basically i mean if you haven't figured this out already instagram just steals all the other popular okay easy easy. social media things (laughs) well i mean so they started what was the one that did the short videos uh vine right right right. so when instagram first introduced videos it was only like was it like 10 seconds, 15 seconds? Right. So that kind of replaced Vine. Now you can do up to a minute, but they, um, anyways, that was the, 
kind of killing off Vine. And now Snapchat, they have the disappearing videos. So I think uh, the stories is their response to that. The way I've seen people utilize their stories is it's always like, you know, this is what I'm doing today that I want to share with you. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, I get it from a teenager point of view, you know, like it's kind of <laughs> like sassy and then it's like, it's not there forever and, you know, goes away. But yeah. like as a, you know, as a, from a business perspective, it seems silly to have all that content well, and then it just disappears. I think within a brand, you can have a different voice for your stories that yeah. you do for your posts. Another thing that I've seen people do, I don't really, I think this is kind of dumb, but they'll post a screenshot of their, 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 their post. Yeah. Well, it'll be like, if you look at, if you go to this Jared Mariama page, it's you can take a screenshot of your, your page with all of your posts and they'll like scribble out the latest one and say new post. So like they're, er, they're trying to get you to know that <laughs> I posted something new, yeah, but you got to yeah. go to my page and look at it. So it's like an advertisement for your new post there. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a, a, a lot of people use the stories for a lot of different reasons or different ways. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It, do you um, like, how do you, watch stories yourself do you randomly like watch them come I'll, up and like I'll, you'll watch it or do you follow specific people because of their <clears> stories <throat> no i don't i don't follow people because of their stories but if i follow someone like a few times a day i'll go through the people i follow like i'll go to the top of my feed and watch all the stories if it's somebody that i don't care to see their stories i'll just skip theirs yeah. um or if it's a boring story they're telling i'll skip it whatever but uh yeah going let's go back to the live thing um i've never <laughs> have you ever like actively watched a live uh, instagram story you know i i think i have like uh, maybe not on instagram i don't think i have on instagram i think i have on facebook um and, and facebook's is even more confusing because that live post stays up afterwards as like a video so it kind of looks yeah. like you're watching it live but you're not mm. uh, but i don't think i have on instagram because you really have to be either uh, like how we did where you have an appointment like you want to catch this thing at a certain time or you yeah. just have to happen to be on when this thing starts i do get a lot of push notifications about these you know mark's yeah. gonna start a live video kind of thing i i see those two and i tune in but you know usually i'm either at work yeah. Or doing something else. So it's kind of weird to, unless you know it's coming, to kind of stop everything and watch um, a live video. So the cool thing with what we did or Instagram live in general, mm -hmm. you can choose to leave it up in your stories. So we had the whole video. I think it ended up being pretty long. It was like 30 minutes. Oh. Um, but if you wanted to, you could watch the whole thing or parts of it, whatever for the next 24 hours. Oh, now okay. you have enough, there's a new option where you can save your stories and your live stuff in your feed or your Instagram page. So there's yeah. like, I don't know if they call it like a highlight rule or something like that, uh, where you can choose to save a select few stories or, or Instagram live stuff. Okay. Um, but if you are listening to this and you, you, <laughs> You saw that and you liked it or you missed it and you want to see more, um, please let us know that 
Instagram live is something that you would be interested in Jared and I doing more of uh, in the future. I know now they released another thing where, so for those of you who haven't figured it out, Jared and I live in different areas. We aren't always together. Thank God. Believe it or not. So now there's a feature where if I start a a live story, I can add Jared to my live feed. So we will be on the same live feed uh, as like a split screen. So Jared will be on the top and I'll be on the bottom of the screen uh, for Instagram live. And you can see both of us at the same time and ask us the same questions and we'll be able to see the interaction. So we could actually do this podcast that way, right? We could do a live podcast, just what we're doing, but we're just live, right? Oh, that's a good idea, Jared. Yeah. Yeah. See, thinking, always thinking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, we'll have to figure it out. And if you guys have any ideas yeah. or something, let us know. Um, yeah. And this will be a whole segment where all Mark does is explain uh, technology to me like a, <laughs> like he's my nephew or something. <laughs> you ask me questions. You yes. know I can't give short answers. I, I over explain things and it just it gets it gets out of control real quick, Jared. <laughs> this is, it's your fault. No, I appreciate it. I do. We just probably shouldn't record it. All right. So let's move on because you right, had right. So, a much busier sorry. month than I did. Well, okay. I'm going to jump out of order again. So this just happened. This was, um, I mean, Star Wars just came out. We did, we spent over two hours talking about it. Yes. So I don't want to talk too much about, I'm not going to talk about the movie, right. but with a movie, a Star Wars movie comes uh, just a ton of merchandise and a ton of marketing and promotion. Right. Uh, and so I love it. I love seeing like, you know, the now I think Nissan has the deal with with Star Wars where they can cross promote a car and like integrate some of their technology or their cars into Star Wars world. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make sense at all, but it's really cool to see um, a car commercial utilizing Star Wars. Um, and I know when the prequels came out. It, they did the same thing where like Taco Bell had a deal with them. I think it was episode one. Yes. I don't know if you remember this, but they had the cups with the different character toppers. Right. Um, and then we talked about this before Burger King had the the tins or like the tubes that you can get a watch in. Yes. Um, yeah. And I think every single Star Wars movie, they always do something with a cereal box. So like you get a cereal and there'll be like, uh, I don't know, a spoon. So, yeah. Which is the reason I brought this up. A I'm color sure changing spoon? Nice. There, can you tell who's what character that is? I'm going to guess it's Kylo Ren, it's, but I can't quite it is, see. It is Kylo Ren. Yeah. And it is a color changing spoon. But the, the thing that I wanted to say about this is so <laughs> funny to me. It's like, you know, there's a Ray spoon. There's a BB-8 spoon. There's um, a Finn spoon and like all these different characters and they all have like Ray's spoon turns blue, (laughs) BB-8 spoon turns orange. For some reason, Kylo Ren, the whole spoon is gray. So you don't really know what color it's going to turn until you dip it into milk or get it cold. (laughs) The whole spoon is gray. His color changes to a darker gray. (laughs) (laughs) Why can't they make him red? Well, it, I'm, there's there's yeah. another character in there that I think turns red, but why would you not give that to Kylo? That, Were they trying to make it turn black and it just doesn't get very black? It prob- 
Probably, but I I mean if Ray gets blue, he should get red. Why didn't they I just do know. lightsabers though? Like it seems silly not to do it. Why would it be Jared. a character that turns color? That seems so silly. That sounds like one of those yes. committee decisions. Uh, I don't know. They probably wanted to include well, because there's only two well, like two and a half lightsabers in this one. Luke just turns his on in a flashback and then turns it off, but he never yeah. uses the the green one. So there's really only two lightsabers being used. Yeah, but um, they could have just done lightsabers in general. Don't you think, like, if yeah. it was a Kylo Ren, like, you know, that uh, the his the lightsaber. Or the triple yeah. saber thing. Like, yeah. if that was a spoon, I'd buy that for sure. Because what did, what did you end up buying? Cinnamon Toast Crunch? I did buy Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because I think the other ones that they had that had it was like Cookie Crisp, and I'm I'm not a fan of Cookie Crisp. Um, <laughs> I don't know of the ones available at the supermarket when I went. Cinnamon Toast Crunch was the best choice. So the guy who loves cookies doesn't love cookies as cereal. Ah, uh, Cookie Crisp is not no not having it. So they're coming so, out with Nutter Butter cereal, and it's I'll try it. That's what I say. I'll try it. I would I mean, definitely try it. Who knows? Um, so anyways, yeah, Star Wars, love it. Love all this random promotion. And like, I mean, Star Wars in a serial that has nothing to do with space is, uh, don't do it, Jared. Don't do it. <laughs> it just sounds like a, like a, a dying chicken or something. <laughs> they couldn't have given, for those of you listening, Jared's got this stupid porg that, makes a noise so that was his porg lots of porgs i got all the porg stuff oh you know okay so i just said we're not gonna get off like into star wars talk but here we go yeah so since you brought up porgs right um we didn't get to talk about this on our episode the or the last jedi review but ray my friend who was the guest on that right he went to Force Friday at like midnight, one of the targets, and one of the giveaways was a four-foot porg. He got that? that they raffled away. He won a oh. four-foot porg. And um, he showed me a picture. I was like, oh, did you get anything for Force Friday? And he texted me a picture of it in his laundry room, and like it was like as big as the his washer <laughs> in his he, laundry room. He's got kids though, right? Or, or a kid? Yeah, he's got a, I think like a three-year-old daughter. So she's so the lucky owner. It's probably of the big it's pork. probably her. It's probably the size of her. Because he was not a fan of the porks. No, as and no one should be. Those were terrible. They were great. Uh, but Ray uh, was Ray was a lot of fun. He, I'm glad he was able to do the show. Like you said, we were supposed to have him on to talk about his work in general, but um, yeah. it just worked out that this was his first time on the show, and he provided a lot of the Darth Vader sound effects you can hear in the background on that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Uh, um, so I don't remember where I was going before th- that whole stupid pork tangent went. Um, but okay, let's, well, so I'm, I'm going to try and get back on track here. Moving so, off of Star Wars, then I'm going to. I've got a list for those listening on my desktop here. I'm going to delete the ones we've talked about already. So while you're doing <laughs> so that, though, we'll just move down the line. Our Star Wars contest. It's not really a contest, but that's still going on. That's a giveaway. Okay, yeah. So um, go to our so socials. It, it, yeah. It's, we're going to announce a winner on our 
what do you call it? Our, year end. So this is this is the monthly recap. So this is December. We're gonna do a 2017 recap. <laughs> so um, if that hasn't posted, you still have a chance to enter. So basically, if you're listening to this yeah. early on, you still have a chance to enter. Uh, and all you have to do is repost the episode art from the last Jedi episode review. Yep. Um, and then if you check out our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, there's other ways that you can get extra entries. Um, but the easiest way is just to tag us and repost our episode art for that. Yes. The Star Wars last Jedi review. It is amazing um, how difficult it is to get people to read all those rules. I keep trying to shrink it down. <laughs> so there's not a lot of stuff, but it's amazing yeah. how much, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah. Anyway, go, just go find the <laughs> post. That's part of the challenge of this. And we're giving away a bunch of star Wars, uh, stuff, um, some pins, yes. some toys and things like that. So go check we'll it out. Leave it at that Star yep. Wars stuff, all yep. the stuffs. Um, so, okay, let's transition from Star Wars to Harry Potter real oh, quick. Good. I've been meaning to ask you, and I specifically have not asked you about this because I knew we were going to talk about it on the show. Um, so, uh, let's do it. Ask me. How was, this was not your first time going to Harry Potter land at Universal Studios, Los Angeles. Correct. So I have yet to be or go to the one in Orlando, but um, being a SoCal resident, I am <laughs> an annual pass holder to Universal Studios and Disneyland. So ask me your question now. Jared. Oh, OK, great. So you went to the Harry Potter land and it was but it's Christmas time. And I believe this is the first year that they're doing their, their holiday lights thing. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So. The, I mean, so first I'll talk a little bit about the uh, Harry Potter. I don't know what they call it, like Hogsmeade something. or uh, Daniel Clark is having a fit right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know at, um, in Orlando, it's, there, it's, there's two parks. So there's Universal Studios, Orlando, and then there's the Islands of Adventure. Right. And each one of them have their own Harry Potter area yes. or land. Yes. Um, so one of them is close, like is similar to the one in LA. And then they also have a Diagon Alley. Right. Anyways, the one in LA in Hollywood, uh, it's so the one thing about Universal Studios that I do not like is the fact that it's is really tight. So it's all like in a very small area and you you have to walk great distances to go from some of the lands. Like there's like a mile long elevator or escalator. You have to go to, to their lower area where like the Jurassic park area is there's a transformers and mummy ride in this like lower lot that takes like 10 minutes to get to. This is, this is like not a joke. Like it is, the longest it's really <laughs> escalator long. you've ever seen in your life. It's the longest escalator you've ever seen. And then you walk around a corner and go down this another longest <laughs> escalator you've ever seen. And then you go down a, a third one that's slightly shorter. Right. Um, but anyway, so back to uh, Harry Potter. So I don't really like that. Like it, it, you can see into the real world air quotes in all the other like areas of Universal Studios. Right. But when you go into, so you kind of lose the magic where you like, you don't get fully immersed uh -huh. because you can see like the man behind the curtain. Um, but when you go to the Harry Potter area, it's totally different. And because the buildings are so high and they kind of arch towards you almost, or like just, 
the way that it's set up, yeah. you can't see out of it or you might be able to, but in a very not, it's difficult to see out. So you get more <laughs> immersed yeah. and all of the staff, they teach them like to use certain terms. So they, I forget what they say. Like if you want to pay with the credit card or cash, they call it like muggle muggle dollars or something like that. That's not the term, but it's something right, right. along those lines. Um, and they, they're all in like really cool Harry Potter cloaks. Um, <laughs> and so like their staff is, looks cool. They talk the Harry Potter language and slang. And it's like, it's at a completely different level, the way that they've dressed up this land compared to the other areas. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's really, really cool. They've got the candy store, um, that Ron's brothers own. Right. Um, or like a smaller version of it. Honey and, Dukes? Is it Honey Dukes or no? Yeah, Honey. I think it's Honey Dukes. But I think like they have the full-size one at Diagon Alley in Orlando. They have a smaller one here. Um, but when you walk, even when you walk into the stores, like I don't remember that book that's like a monster. Yeah, yeah. They have that book or a version of that book on display that actually like will growl at you if you look at it or like make noise around it. Um, there's owls. There's an owl shop that has owls that like move and make noises. Um, there's a, I think there's, you can get, you can go to a wand store yep. and All have a vendors. wand select you Yep. just like it, they do in the movie. Um, anyways, it's, it's really cool. And so now going on to the holiday show, uh, once you walk down the like at the end of the Harry Potter area is Hogwarts Castle or the the school, and it's kind of up uh, on like a fake hillside or mountain, and it's off in the distance. But at nighttime, you can stand in the Harry Potter land and look up at the castle, and there's like a light show that projects stuff onto the school that makes it look like you know, Harry Potter is riding on a broom around the school and like it interacts with the windows to make it look like the lights are on. And it's, it's, it's obviously getting projected. So it's flat, but they did such a good job with the animation that it looks like it's, you know, it's playing with light. So it tricks your mind into thinking that it's 3d, like it's actually happening. The, and then it ends with a little bit of fireworks. It's not like a full-on fireworks show, but the finale is a little yeah. bit of fireworks. Um, the only issue I have with it is that it's like seven minutes long. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Do I they mean, do it multiple times though? Like, is it yeah every so, hour or something? Uh, but and then that that's the other issue. It's so everybody gathers and like just it takes a massive amounts of space um you know just like at disneyland everybody right, crowds right. main street so it's a similar thing and then it's a seven minute show and it goes every 20 minutes oh. so if you're if you're anywhere in that area it's just like a swarm of people and then a huge exit and then a new swarm of people and a huge exit so basically at nighttime in harry potter area it's just a mess like People, a swarm of people yeah. entering and exiting. So yeah, that's uh, the one. The one negative. It's a really cool show. I really did enjoy it, and I liked the interaction that they they had with the the school with Hogwarts. Yeah. Um. But I did not. I I wish it was longer. Um. 
yeah, that, that's really the, the major thing. But it do was really eat, cool. Do you eat all the foods in the, the weird, like the butter beer and all that stuff when you're there? Oh, I love butter beer. Oh, so sweet. So they have, they, they have three versions. Have you had it before? Yeah, I had it in Orlando. I haven't been to the LA one yet. <clears throat> so they have three versions. I've only had two. They have, it's a, there's a frozen one. There's a, just a regular cold one. It's kind of like a soda. Right. And then they have a hot, a hot one, one that, yeah. that's seasonal. So when I went there, they have year round, they have the, like the butterbeer stations yeah. that are outside. Uh, I guess, and I was under the impression you can just go there and order a hot one. You have to go into a specific restaurant to order the hot one. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I waited until after the, the light holiday show. Um, and then by that time, the restaurant that served it had closed. So I missed <laughs> out on the hot one. How stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I've tried. So the, the frozen one is like a slushy yeah. and I don't like it as much cause it gets like watered down Ugh. and it's not as flavorful, but I like the soda one. Ugh. It was too sweet for me. Did you do the pumpkin? I think it's like pumpkin juice or yeah, something. Yeah, I tried that too. I didn't like gross. that, that yeah, much. Very yeah. gross. Uh, and you know I am a fan of pumpkin, but that I don't know. I, I wasn't really a fan of that one. So did you do the whole park while you were there, or were you just pretty much in Harry Potter land? Oh, so this is so stupid of me, but I love the um, <laughs> the tram ride. So you know the tram tour, the that, back lot tour. Yeah, the back lot. I love that ride, and like <laughs> the thing that I love about it. This is what's stupid. <laughs> so you know you like you, everybody as listening, I'm going to assume is familiar with this ride and whether they've been on it or not. Sure. So you like, you drive around the, the, it's an actual back lot that you're driving around. That's, you know, they do filming of TV shows and movies. So there's always like crew that's, that's actually working there. Um, <laughs> like walking from building to building. And I don't, <laughs> I love going like when we're driving by him and trying to get everybody to wave to me. Oh geez! So this this is the excitement I get from that ride. It's not going on the King Kong 3D experience. It's not hanging out with The Rock and Vin Diesel and Tyrese and the Fast and Furious. It's not seeing where so and so TV show was filmed. Right. I like interacting with the people at work, just trying to get them to look at me and wave. They're very busy people, Mark. <laughs> I know, and I get secretly offended when they don't wave at me so Ugh. if you if you don't wave at me because you don't see me i'm cool with it but if i know you see me and you actively ignore my wave then Fair i enough. get upset does, does anyone <laughs> flip you off or uh <laughs> i've yet to get one of those oh that's so. what you should go i'd watch that there, <laughs> there's your instagram live um, uh, how is that king what? kong part though like because that's kind of new right that's all brand new um, like they redid it or something within the past, like couple of years. It's not super new. I think it might be like three ish years old, maybe three to five years old. Yeah. I haven't been there in um, ages, but they have, you know, like the old school King Kong was an like a, an animatronic right. life size King Kong. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because like Orlando or Orlando's got so much more room. Yeah. Um, a lot of the rides there are just stops on the tram ride. So you do the tram ride in Hollywood and you go through these 
these sound stages that mm-hmm. they've converted into like a little ride experience. Right. If you go to um, Orlando, they've like turned those isolated sound stages into full on rides in Orlando. And I think they do similar things with the Disney rides, like the tower of terror in Orlando. Like you actually moved on a track before right, you went right. and did the drop. Um, but anyways, I know the King Kong, they had a King Kong ride in Orlando that they've kind of repurposed for the, the, uh, what do you call it? The Hollywood version when it was still was a live animatronics. Oh. Um, but now the new one is like you go into the soundstage and it's a fully immersed 360 3D movie screen. Oh. So you go in there and it's like the left, it's a curved screen. So the left side, like you're, the story is that you go into on the Kong Skull Island and King Kong is there like fighting T-Rex or whatever. So right. They tell a story where you, the tram, are actually like at Skull Island and King Kong is saving you from dinosaurs that are trying to eat you. So like he'll jump over the tram and the tram will will move when he puts his paws on it. Yeah. And I hate this. They have um, like (laughs) when he punches a T-Rex next to you, like the T-Rex spit will squirt you. I, free, I hate that stuff. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't been there for years. I think, um, I don't remember what we went there for. We must have gone there for something specific. And, and LA, not uh, Florida. I can't remember. I mean, we rode the Jurassic Park ride, and uh, I remember riding The Mummy, but that was about it. It was before The Simpsons and all that. Did you do that, The Simpsons area? Uh, I walked through it, but, I mean, I've been on the, that ride a couple times. I'm not really a big fan of that ride. I miss the, the Back to the Future that they replaced. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of, I don't know. I don't like that. We go in like, we're supposed to be immersed into the Simpsons world, but it's a cartoon. Well, and there's yeah. no, like, I don't know for back to the future as bad as the special effects were for that ride. Yeah. It was still like a real life set and like footage that you were, supposed to be immersed in right for the simpsons ride it's just like you're looking at a cartoon and your your car moves a little bit um so i don't know i don't i'm not a big fan of the simpsons ride so but this was a this was a bigger weekend for you you did a bunch of stuff it was a bigger weekend Um, so what do we want to talk about do you want to ask me something or do you want me to pull something out of my bag of tricks uh well you saw the disaster artist i believe while you were there is that right oh i did and before i saw the disaster artist yes i saw a special someone <laughs> oh, in the <laughs> lobby <laughs> so, so i don't I even don't know, know this story you you hinted at it to me and I, this is the first time I'm hearing this story. So. It's not, I don't even know if it's a story. I'll try and milk it. But Oof. as I am known to do, I overexplain things. Yes. So um, I was getting tickets for the disaster artist and like from the live person instead of like the automated kiosk. Where were you and though? This was uh, at Universal This Studios? was at the, no, no, this was at the Arc Light in Hollywood. So oh, like, okay. you know, the, it has the Cinerama sign and like that big, it looks like the Epcot ball, but it's 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 only like the top half. Oh, I don't know. Oh, there's yeah, like, like a dome kind of thing. Yeah, there's like a a dome, but oh, so okay. 
put a pin in this story. Ugh. We're going to backtrack a little bit. So I went to, there's, um, as if you're an avid listener, you know, Jared likes to call me a gym guy. So okay. I can't, I, <laughs> you said it. Don't I have, try and dodge. I have, yes. Um, so I, I can't go on a vacation or on a getaway without pre-planning like a workout or making sure that there's a gym available. <laughs> so before seeing the disaster artist, there was a 24 hour fitness, like right next to the movie theater. So I worked out there, but in the gym with me was this guy that was working out. And like, I, so in Hollywood, like the, you happen, there's a lot of, you know, B level c- celebrities <laughs> that just happen to walk around and like live their lives, you know? So I knew I recognized this guy from somewhere, but I couldn't figure it out. And I'm like, oh my God, where is this guy from? He's got to be like, he's a little bit older and nobody's bothering him. So he's got to be like, maybe he's the nineties person. <laughs> so I started like Googling on my phone, like what could this guy be from? I, I typed in Alan Strange, which was like a nineties Nickelodeon TV show about an <laughs> alien. And I looked at the picture like, no, it's definitely not him. I looked at like all of the like Power Rangers from every single iteration of that TV show. I'm like, no, nah, it's none of those. And then like, you know, like stuff just hits you out of nowhere. I don't know where it came from, but I was like, Smallville. <laughs> and I looked up my phone and it was um, like Clark Kent's best friend from high school. I forget his name. I think it's like Sam Jones the yep. third or something like that. <laughs> Um, well, how but, very exciting. <laughs> did you say something? I mean, yet? okay. Did you approach him? No, I did not say anything. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm so awkward. Yep. There, I just looked it up. His name, his character's name was Pete Ross <laughs> and his, his human name is Sam Jones, the third. Oh, I don't know what that so means. So I okay. got to, I got to work out next to, uh, Sam Jones, the third from Smallville. Very good. Um, okay. So now we're back at the movie theaters. I got my tickets from a real person. They had the automated ticket. Right. Kiosk thing. Yep. Like on the opposite side of the, like the lobby, if you will. Sure. Um, so as I was getting tickets, like I look behind me, I'm like, that girl looks really familiar. So same story being played. I'm like, is that Tegan? From Tegan and Sarah. And well, I didn't say that because I can't tell them apart. For those of you who don't know, it's uh, like an indie rock band that it's two twins. Um, Tegan and Sarah are twins. So I was like, is that Tegan and Sarah? And um, I, I'm so shy and like can't approach people. So she went into her movie or like, you know, gave her ticket away and walked down to go to her movie. So like, oh, I missed her. And then I go and do my ticket. And at this theater, the concessions are on the other side of the ticket. So after we gave our tickets in front of me in the line for concessions was her. And I'm like, oh, my God. What if it was just the other twin? It's totally her. Well, (laughs) I didn't care at this point. I just I was a fan of the band (laughs) and I knew it was her. Um, Surprisingly, she was going to see a movie by herself. um, And I couldn't I did not have the the. The courage to say anything. So I made my girlfriend, I was like, ask if it's her or just talk to her. Ask if so it's her. <laughs> she's, I'm, she's like, you want me to? You sure? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it, do it. So then she like pokes her head around. <laughs> it's like, 
are you Tegan and Sarah? (laughs) And she goes, well, I'm not both of them, (laughs) but yes, I, uh, it's me or something like that. And so I don't know if you know this, Jared, but she, they're Canadian. So they're like the super nice and like about respectful to everything. (laughs) And she's like, Oh, he's a big fan pointing to me. And she's we're both like super apologetic. Oh, I'm so sorry to bother you. Like she's like, oh no, it's fine, it's fine. She's like got her popcorn, whatever, and like we kind of shuffled to the side out of the line. And um, I'm like, oh, so sorry, but do you mind if we if I take a picture? She's like, I'm really. I kept saying like, I'm sorry. I didn't know what to do. Yes. And she's like, it's very uh, Canadian of you to be so apologetic. And, um, <laughs> so uh, we talked for like a minute, you know, give or take, just small talk. She asked what movie we're seeing whatever uh i got a picture with her so that was exciting and then she we went to our different movie did you post a picture i didn't see a picture i did not post one i will post one with this episode art so So was it tegan or was it sarah you know i think she's so she said so this is the she said it was tegan but if i were a twin like you know a famous twin I would constantly fuck with people and, and just like, say, like, say I'm the other one. If they didn't already know. Yeah. Like not mean spirited, but just out of just for fun. Oh yeah, I so, would. Then you could be a monster and be like, Oh, Sarah's <laughs> terrible. Um, I don't know if she is like that. Cause obviously I don't know her on a personal level, but right. She said it was Tegan. So, okay. So you got a I'm picture go with, with Tegan. What, um, what is their big Allegedly. song? What is their, what is the song they're known oh, for? So the, the rest of the weekend, I just had this song stuck in my head. Oh my god, I'm 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 tempted to sing it for you. It's going to be embarrassing, and you're not going to know what it is. Very exciting. But they <clears throat> like their first radio hit. If you were like single, it, there's a piano like riff. Yeah. That um goes. I'm not going to do it. Okay. That's okay. I thought you could just say what I just want you back in my head. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have done that. We could take that out. Not in post. A- <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll lay in the actual song over me. Oh, I, I, cause I don't, I'm really not familiar with them. I've and then heard another the name, one. Um, the more recently they had a, a, a hit. <clears throat> uh Oh, <laughs> oh, you know Jared. Now go I for it. In, I'm excited. I wasn't high. I wasn't high school choir. Oh, jeez. Believe it or not, not. <clears throat> okay, here's the other. The other hit from Tegan. Oh and man, Sarah. now, now I I'm blanking on the. <laughs> I yeah. got nervous. Well, I won't know it. So I got we'll, nervous, Jared. We'll it sounds great. Um, <laughs> uh. Okay, Tegan and Sarah. Here we go. Oh, you're not gonna do it now. You're gonna stop. Wait, you want me to? It's up to you. I'm I'm confused. Oh no, it's up to you. I don't want to make you do it. If you, uh, I certainly wouldn't. But <laughs> <laughs> give me. Um, oh my gosh. So, wait, you you think that you've heard a song before? You know, I from them, or I, you no, just know I, the name. I just know the name, and I, every time I first hear it, it sounds like it's a Nickelodeon kids show or something, doesn't it? <laughs> um, so. But I thought they had like a big song. Didn't they have a big song? What? Don't make me look stuff up. I thought they had like a big pop hit. They have one that's like, all I want to know is, can you come a little closer? Okay. Okay. 
Oh, that didn't really help, but good. I'll look it up. I'll, I'll look it up. <laughs> anyway. I promise you've heard the actual version of that song. Okay. Well, we know what the closing music will be for this episode then. <laughs> uh, but how was the disaster artist, though, if we could leave this? Uh, so, yeah. So um, have you seen The Room? No. I mean, I'll, so f- I don't know if it would have been more enjoyable had I seen The Room. I mean, obviously now with the release of The Disaster Artist, everybody is familiar with what it's about. Um, So as a standalone movie, it was a fun watch. I mean, you know, I'm a fan of movies and going to the movies. I don't really care what it's for. Sure. Um, It wasn't bad, but I can't tell if it would have been more enjoyable had I had, had more knowledge about the actual source material or not. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of funny moments in it just because this character, Tommy was so, is so like such a eccentric guy. Um, and a little bit like off. Yeah. Um, so the scenes that are air quotes, a true story are like really happened. Right. Um, it's funny to think that like somebody is real out there doing this stuff or did this stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. If uh, it was, I mean, I definitely won't see it again. I don't think it was a bad movie. It just wasn't, I don't know. I wasn't all there, about it. There's nothing very appealing about it to me. Like I, I know the, I know the concept of the film and uh, you know, I know what the, the room is and all of that stuff. And, and I have no desire even to see the room really. Like it's such a yeah. weird kind of, well, it's, hipstery it's thing. Be, I was just going to say go now it's become, that. yeah. Just a, a cool guy hipster thing to do. I mean, to be totally honest, I will. It's getting so it's getting re-released in theaters. Yeah, in January. I saw that. Right. So wide. It's getting its wide release. Yeah, I'm going to go see it just because I've never seen it. Ugh. I don't know if I'll be able to sit through the whole thing. Um, but isn't but, it all like Rocky Horror Picture Show at this point? Isn't it like all this participation? Um, so and like- kind of, but. At the the core of Rocky Horror movie or whatever the hell that title is, yeah, it's a movie that's watchable, right? Right. right? Like, but I mean, the this- but yeah. To answer your question, yes, there's like a lot of weird fanfare that has become a part of this, like making it an experience. Yeah, yeah. Where they have like midnight showings where people interact and like dress up. Sounds um, terrible. That sounds awful. So it's yeah, it's the, from the few scenes that I've seen. It's like it's difficult, so I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I. Anyways, I, I'll probably end up seeing it. Um, I I will be totally honest afterwards and let you know if I sat through the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> Have you ever walked out on a movie though, like left the theater? Yes, and I don't remember the name of it. It was like a romantic comedy with Orlando Bloom in the early two thousands. Oh, that one that he that terrible one where he was like a shoe guy or something. Uh, I, to be honest, I don't, re- I can't remember. Um, but I think like if I were to see that today, I wouldn't have had problem, but <laughs> I, there's several movies I should have walked out on anyways. Let's, um, I want to, so we're going to do uh, add, I want to add this <laughs> new like recurring subject. If you are segment. Sure. On the- yep. Help me out here. What am, what am I trying to say? Yes. It'll be like Mark's little corner. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's a topic but it, that you'll cover, but like it a won't general be that. topic 
that you cover. So you it's not to. just me. You're going to do it too. Oh. Because we are both fans of food, right? <laughs> and we both experience tasty treats, okay. which is the, you know, when we go out and about in our little adventures. <laughs> um, so anyways, this one is, it's going to be called Tasty Time. I will post stuff regularly as I'm experiencing these foods and then we'll come back on the show and talk about it. So See, you're an advantage here because you live in a good area for this kind of crap because yeah, but you visit Disney all the time and they always have like a seasonal thing. So that could be your thing. You could be the Disney treat guy <laughs> and I'll be the everything else guy. Okay. So, so this is the first one. What's the name of this? Tasty time. Tasty time. All right. What time is it? Yeah. Okay. So, so for this very first <laughs> inaugural tasty time, what have you got? There's a, there's a quite a few actually. Oh, well, there's oh, multiple. You don't have to pick. Just so, one. you know, we have talked a lot about the um, Doe and Arrow cookies. Yep. And in our annual recap or our, our year end recap, I'll talk more about that store in particular, but because we're going to talk about them all the time and they're local, I'm going to skip that. Even though I did have cookies with them this month, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to skip that one. And you can see a whole YouTube video of us eating them. Oh, that's right. Uh, I will skip out on that. But just so I have two things I want to talk about in this edition of Tasty Time. And it first is um, we went to during our Hollywood adventures we stopped at Hollywood and is it Hollywood and Vine where the, the yeah. like the people go out where the stars are, where the El Capitan Disney theater is. Yeah. Um, there's like a little shopping center there. And in there, there's this little place called street churros. And oh my God, Jared, like, <laughs> I don't know if you're a fan of churros. I am. Um, and I don't know if you're a fan of soft Serve ice cream. Of course, everyone is, yes. But they put them together, yes. Jared. <laughs> so, okay, before you go on, yes. let me go on. Yes, go so on, wait. So they, ha- they have a churro ice cream sandwich at Downtown Disney. Yes. Have you had that? Uh, I have not, but I have seen it. I, I always it's mean to that, get it, but yeah. That is not attached to Disney in any way. It's right. just at Downtown Disney. I think it's called like California churros. Yes. Horrible. Oh, really? Terrible. <laughs> Don't ever do it. It looks amazing. Yeah. And the idea is great. So what Street Churro did was they executed this great idea in an excellent way. So the problem <laughs> with this, the the California churros at Downtown Disney yes. is that it's like a, a churro spiral. Right. And it's not like soft or it, it, it it's like they just pulled it out of the freezer and I don't know, heat it up really quick and then threw it at you. And then the ice cream itself is like super hard. So then when you put it together, it's like a a freshly heated churro with super like rock hard ice cream. So it's just a weird like dichotomy of different textures and flavors (laughs) that don't mesh well together at all. So you're biting through a churro that is like chewable. And then you get to this rock hard, super like mushy ice. It's just, I don't know. It, they did not do it well. It looks cool for like Instagram pictures, but it does not taste good. 
So, so street churros, though, what is the difference? Now, you posted a picture of this on Instagram, I believe. Yeah, so I'll repost another one. So this this episode art on Instagram will be the, or the post will be episode art. It'll be me and Tegan. It'll be some street churros. This will be a nice little uh, area for you to scroll through to see my fun adventures. <laughs> so what they did, instead of making it like a sandwich, they made it uh, like a teardrop shape. So... The churro, the way that they like produce the churro, they make it a teardrop shape instead of just a long stick. Right. And they put the the point of the teardrop, so it's in like an inverted teardrop that they stick into a little cup of soft serve ice cream. And so and like, you got a little bit of it sticking out, a little phallic bit that sticks out of the uh the Oh no, no, no. no. That cream. was that was because the guy serving us liked me. So oh, he gave geez. me an extra little bit. Oh, and he geez. even said in his broken English, oh, this this extra. Okay. This, this, Don't this do that. Not- <laughs> Don't do that. That's exactly what he said. I know it is, so, but you don't do that. So he said... Uh, this is extra for, for you. Like, I don't do this for everybody, basically. But, uh, okay. So anyways, so what you normally you just get. just charming with him or like what were your shirt was off? What was, why was he giving <laughs> you extra stuff? Who knows? Maybe I was just friendly in between a bunch of unfriendly customers. Well, that's what I mean. Were you like chit chatting with him or something? No, but I'm always friendly and I was super excited yeah. to get this awesome Okay, maybe not to you, but yeah. everybody else. Um, I was super excited to get this this treat. Um, so what they did different, if you like, besides the stuff that I already said, right? Um, it's soft serve ice cream instead of like a hard scoop of frozen ice cream. Right. So right, right there, right. it's already more doable because you don't have to worry about like a hard scoop or having it to thaw. Yeah. It's already soft. Right. Um. And it it's extra creamy. The 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 ice cream is super creamy. <laughs> so the, the flavor is like I don't know what it was, but it went together so well. I got the so they have three versions, and I can only remember two. They have like a standard churro, so just cinnamon and sugar, and then they have right. an Oreo, an Oreo churro, which is an, basically like just ground up Oreo into a really 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 fine texture. Uh, instead of the cinnamon and sugar, it's just really, really fine Oreo. And so, then the third flavor, I don't remember. Was that the one in the picture, though, the Oreo one? Because it was super dark. Uh, we're holding up both. So there's the cinnamon one yeah, and the yeah. Oreo one. Right. right. Um, I The Oreo one, it, uh, it was so good. Like uh, To me, a good churro is crispy on the outside, but really soft once you get past the initial crunch. Yeah. <laughs> and this was that on top of Oreo. So... I don't know, like as it was crumbling off and I would dip the churro into basically I use the churro as my spoon right. instead of a spoon. Um, but it was like flaking off into the soft serve. So by the time I finished my churro, I had the remainder of the ice cream was like cookies and cream ice cream. So uh, did was the churro like freshly made like it was hot? Yeah. So they made I don't know if this is how they normally do it, but ours was made to order. So I saw them like doing it all behind the scenes because they've their their little stand, it's all glass windows, and you can see them like making the churros and putting your order together. So I don't know if it was 
they just ran out and they were doing a new batch when I went up there to order or they do this with every order. Right. But and ours was made to order. Right. Did, did, um, does it melt the soft serve though? Because it's in, that, that um, soup? if you, it, you have like maybe a couple minute window before it turns into uh, an issue. Yeah. Um, but who waits after you order one of these things? Right. I mean, right. Okay. Weirdos. So street churros and that's in Hollywood. Uh, I'm sure there's other places oh. that do that. Uh, yeah. There's another one. I think it's fountain Valley or Fullerton. It's not called street churros. It's another company that does this offers the same thing, a churro and soft serve. Yeah. Um, so maybe, a future edition of Tasty Time, I will take a field trip down to to this place. We had one that just does a like a hot donut, like they they kind of split a hot donut and then they shove ice cream in there. But we don't. Yeah, have a, there's I don't a place think we have a churro place yet. There's a place in Tustin, which is where I live. It's called Afters Ice Cream, where they get. Um, I forget the name of this this thing, but they're it's basically it's what you just said. They yeah. get a donut or like a some sort of a pastry and they shove it full of blue ice cream. Yeah. Um, I hate blue ice cream. Why blue ice cream? <laughs> well, it's made from blue milk. Ah, uh, okay. That's so, enough. So, yeah. Um, so anyways, the other thing, you have so another, that, another so the, thing for tasty time. The, oh my gosh, this sounds in my head, at least you might not agree in this, in my head, in theory, it sounds great in execution. It wasn't bad, but it's not what I was hoping for. So Cinnabon for National Cookie Day this year, which was a couple of weeks ago, it was like early December. They released their first Cinnabon cookie. And now this is not a cookie with Cinnabon flavors in it. This is a cookie with a cinnamon roll in it. Uh. So I don't get it. Take a second. Let, let that marinate in your little brain there, Jared. Thank you. Thank Try you. and wrap your head around that. <laughs> it's um, it's it's literally a cookie with a cinnamon roll baked in it. So in my head, those are two things I love. Yep. I love cinnamon. Um, and I every time I go to Universal Studios, it is one of the only places around that has a cinema or a cinnamon. So I always get one. I was extra Isn't excited. Isn't it Cinnabon? Isn't it Cinnabon? B-O-N? No? Is it, is it Bon? I say bun. I know. A lot of people Who knows? do. You, you know what? You're right. I think you're right, but I'm going to continue calling it Cinnabon. That's, that's uh, Because great. It, it, it falls off the tongue better. Do you have so. any uh, racist accents to do for this one, too? <laughs> or is that just for the churro? Oh. The anyway. I can make one up for No, you. that's okay. That's okay. So... <laughs> I still don't quite have a. You didn't take a picture of this one. I don't have a picture of what you mean by a cinnamon roll in a cookie. It's hard to um, to take a picture of it, so I'm just gonna. I'll post like a professional one from right, Cinnabon from- for this one. But um, basically, what they did it's it's a very very small cinna- cinnamon roll that they put like the dough on top of it um, when they cook it. So like. Th- in the center, there's a cinnamon roll, and then like around the edges is the cookie, and then on top of it is cookie. Oh, oh I don't I know see, if that I makes see. any sense. So like, yeah, I still can't I, picture what, it, but I get it. Yeah, what I what I wanted was a better mesh of the two things, so it was like more baked into each other. Yeah, it pretty much like it would be the same effect if I were to get 
a cinnamon roll and a cookie and then stack them on top of each other and take a bite. Yeah. So it's it's not that it was bad. It just that wasn't what I was expecting. And I wanted them to to kind of bake into each other and have like a better relationship or meshing uh, <laughs> than than the final result. Am I, am I, are we getting too serious for you here? No, not at all. These are wonderful <laughs> <laughs> word pictures you're painting here. So um, for you for for next month, you're gonna have to do something. I don't know. Oh. I don't care what it is. Find something. Since I did two this this month, you got to bring at least one next time. Yeah, it's going to be harder for me because like in my area, we're all chains up here. Like we get excited because Dunkin' Donuts finally came back. You know, like that's the big well, thing what here. I, what Cinnabon is a chain too. I know, but like, uh, uh, yeah. Okay, well, I'll see what I can find. Um, it's probably going to be like some weird junk food thing. I mean, we can stretch it. You can do it like, yeah, a new candy that. Right. Right. I'll see. Know, I'll find I'll find something. something. Might'll be like oh yeah, might'll be like the ghetto you know, version. You know what else we could do for this? We can do our own in our own kitchen. No. So just make something disgusting <laughs> by like mashing up a bunch of uh like candy and cereal and then throwing it in the microwave. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds terrible. Um was there anything <laughs> else? Was that it for the for the tasty time? Oh yeah, so th- that's it for Tasty Time, this or this edition of Tasty Time. Uh, great. Tune in next month where Jared actually contributes. I know. God, I have, my allergies are so bad right now. I think you're going to have to listen to like an hour of me just breathing through my mouth into the microphone and like occasionally saying, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, sure. Um, well, I mean, that was pretty much my the episode with um, Jeff Granito and Rob McClurkin. <laughs> I feel so bad. So we didn't really address it. Um, You should. But so for some reason, my internet was really bad during those, those interviews in particular. And my participation for those was very sparse. Very. Um, I think it was really bad in Jeff's. Yeah. I think I started off strong. So like the first five minutes and the last like five to 10 minutes I was interacting. Um, But the middle like 40, 40, 45 minutes is just Jared and Jeff having a conversation Yeah, that I'm like trying to listen to. I think we did um, talk about a little bit on that episode, the intro. Yeah. But, and um, then, but it, for, we did it with Rob too, Rob yeah. McClurkin and his wasn't as bad. So I'm like sprinkled in throughout. So like every 10 minutes I'll chime in throughout the episode. <laughs> um, but I don't know what it is. Um, hopefully we don't have these issues moving forward. You know what? For the, the last Jedi review, it seemed fine. Yeah. But there's also more people involved with that one. So right. even it's, if I, any one of us had an issue, there was, you know, enough people involved to carry on the conversation. Yes. I dropped off on that one a couple times. Um, but yeah, there was enough, uh, there was enough people talking constantly that you could kind of have some time to catch up. I had some audio problems though, where, uh, like I said, like I could hear my voice and that's uh, that's terrible. When you can hear your playback a little bit off, uh, it's amazing how much that oh, yeah. uh, you can't you can't speak. Um, well, I was just trying to listen to uh, Tegan and Sarah on YouTube while we were <laughs> so I could get the melody to those. Oh, that's OK. And and I was pretending that I wasn't. So I was talking and it was it, that was difficult. Yes. Um. I yeah, I can imagine being off a little bit. <laughs> like hearing your own audio back. You know, there is 
I shouldn't bring this up because uh, it's stupid and I have nowhere to take it. But I heard like there was somebody did a study somewhere or uh-huh. like there was an experiment where you try to play back your actually it wasn't a study. I think it was just a game on another podcast where they would record like play back your audio like a second later. Yeah. And see if you could like carry on a conversation. That was M of one actually did that recently, too. They did that. Um, did they? It's like called audio blast or something. I forgot what they said, but it's like it's oh, it sounds it's terrible. Slowly playing back your audio just off, and so yeah. you're kind of stuttering, and it's weird how it affects. Let's not do that. No, <laughs> I think <laughs> we stink well, apparently as it is without it. We don't need to. You add a you hit that button without you knowing, so you've already I know. experienced it. Yeah, so that's the fun of it. Like I, that's where it gets really hard. For me, like I'll have a million questions for these people, but the minute we get these audio problems, it just sets me off. Like I'm all like flustered and I can, a couple of those questions when I play back like the Jeff episode and listen to it, I can hear myself just rambling within the question, you know? And I'm like, it, <laughs> like it starts <laughs> off trying in to one find thing. <laughs> yeah. And then it ends completely different. So, um, but yeah, we should thank Rob and Jeff and, uh, Liam and Ray. I think those are all the guests for and, this month. Um, and also apologize yes. for, for my absence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay. So this is a stupid one, but you know, this, uh, right here, these are new. Uh, oh yeah. So are they new? Not that anybody really cares. So Mark's but, wearing um, glasses. I, and a Letterman jacket. I'm a pr- he looks like an extra <laughs> in Greece right now. I don't. I don't know what's going on. What? But are the glasses brand new? Yes. So I was supposed to get them last year. You know, I do the annual checkup or whatever, and for some reason I just put it off. And when I went back, I had still never got them. So this time I made sure I got it from my doctor before I left. Wait. Like I so picked out the you do. I wanted. Like what, a full physical every year? I, I try to, but, um, you know, sometimes you get lazy or put it off. But like, um, but anyway, yeah. I mean, just for. I did an annual eye. Oh, I, I have not been in for an eye exam since I can't, I can't remember when. Uh, but Do you wh- have to wear anything? No, not yet. But I'm, I'm right. I was just talking about this. I, I do. I have problems now reading very small print. Like um, I, I have to either hold it oh, far away oh, or I start doing all the old man, like looking down at it and all of that stuff. <laughs> uh, but I, I never had a problem before. So um, I, don't, I was looking at maybe just getting um, reading glasses, you know, maybe not a prescription, but are those prescription? Yeah, they are. And it's so like, I mean, our, everything I do is so reliant and dependent on a screen of some sort. Right. Um you know, my day job is eight plus hours looking at a screen and then I come and do squared code stuff. So whether that be the podcast or miscellaneous design work right. um, or planning, it's all on a screen. So I'm looking at probably 10 to 12 hours staring at a screen per day. And it's just been, I don't know, it's done a number on my eyes. So for some reason, like mornings and nighttime, they my vision starts to get blurred and like st- they, my eyes turn bloodshot. Um, <laughs> but since the introduction of these, the glasses that it's hasn't been as bad. So um, I'm hoping this is going to prevent my eyes from getting worse. Do you just use them for work or do you uh, wear them just all the day, the uh, whole day now? Uh, so this may sound stupid, but I did not realize that 
glasses were made for very specific reasons. So I know a lot of people that wear glasses like, you know, throughout their entire lives, just all day, no matter what they're doing. Right. I, the, the prescription I have is just for like, you know, as far as my, my hand can reach. So to the screen, to a book, it's within like maybe two feet. It'll improve my vision. Like if I look across the room on the wall, all that's blurred. So, and if I were to try and drive with these on, I wouldn't be able to. Oh, okay. Um, So for me, these are strictly like reading and screen glasses. Okay. Yeah. I I think it's going to be, I think I'm going to eventually need them. I don't, I don't want them. I just don't want the hassle of glasses, but um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know how much I can put this off. Did you get this um, like through your, through your doctor? Like, was it expensive? Uh, well, yeah, so we have, in, I have insurance right. and it covers a portion of it. Um, but yeah, I got it. I mean, you could, you could take, a, you can go to your eye doctor, get a prescription and then take it to like lens crafters right, right. or one of these other stores that have a lot more available. Like, but that was the plan last year and I never did it. So I knew if I left, there was a good chance I wouldn't do it again. So I just made sure I picked something from what she had available. Uh huh. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Would you do contacts? Right. I guess you would need, I guess your eyes aren't no, that bad. I right? like, I like the look of glasses. Yeah. I don't think I could do, it creeps me out when you see people take that contact off. Ugh. I, I can't do like, I wouldn't be able to stick it in my eyes. Yeah. I don't think I could either. Weird and uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, all right. So, normally our recap episodes, we have a hard time filling an hour. Um, we're already going over here. So I got a couple more things I want to talk about before. So okay. let's let's move on. Uh, the last thing on my fancy Hollywood trip was, have you heard of this thing called the Rooftop Cinema Club? Nope. I mean, you you can figure out what it is from yes. that title. Pretty descriptive. Um, but I think there's a couple of groups that do the similar thing in L.A. and in New York and probably other major cities um, as well. But it's essentially, it's exactly what you think it is. They play movies on the rooftop in L.A. So we <laughs> went to see, it was kind of cool. So I think the rooftop where we, we went to see this was, I don't know if it still exists, but Nike used to have like a workout facility that they would do like promo videos and commercials and stuff um, and offer classes. Yeah. I don't know if it's still owned by Nike or utilized by it, but it's the same area or the exact same spot. Um, but this, the Rooftop Cinema Club, it's seasonal. I think they do like a summer and a winter series where they take over this rooftop and they decorate it accordingly to whatever movie is being played. So it was all like holiday themed um, with different photo ops and there's like lawn chairs spread out and on the side of another building they play a movie so we got to see home alone um which is really cool because it's one of my favorite holiday movies Uh um and i always appreciate being like a a movie fan and loving the movie going experience right it's always cool to be a part of these things that you know it's it's different than your typical movie theater experience so this is in los angeles again yeah. Was it um, a family thing? Was it more just adults? No, nah, I think it was more catered to adults. So this was, um, I don't know if there was an age 
limit or not limit, but um, minimum. Like, I don't know if you had to be 18 or 21. Right. But I think this was catered to like millennials and hipsters <laughs> because all of the crowd was very cool guy. And they were like my peers age wise. So I think they're like really hitting hard the nostalgia factor. Yeah. Which is fine. And I, I had a good experience. So instead of probably because of noise issues and restraints with neighboring businesses, they don't play the sound um, through speakers. It's headphones. So it's similar to if you were to go to a drive-in or a drive-thru. Yeah. Is it a drive-in? Drive-in, drive yeah. They have the speaker that goes in your car. You can play it through your radio. They have like pre-tuned headsets one per seat, and then you get like a, a blanket too, since it was nighttime. Um, was, but it was a cool little experience. So, what are you? Are you sitting like on like deck chairs kind of thing, or on the grass? No, it's like um, I don't know. It, it it was a comfortable lawn chair, but not. Yeah, it was just a, a form of a lawn chair. And, and um, so, these other things that were happening around there were, were people just milling around, or did everyone pretty much sit down to watch the movie? Oh, so like you can get there earlier, early, there's a, you can order concessions, there's a bar up there and then the photo ops. And then when it's time for the movie to start, everybody's pretty respectful and like goes to a seat because you're paying to see the movie. So, I mean, it, it, I'm sure people do it, but it would be stupid to do that and then want to socialize. How much was the ticket? I don't know. Oh. I don't remember. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what a life. Um, I'm just curious, like, because is it always at the same rooftop or do they change rooftops? Uh, I think so. I think because they have like a screen embedded in the side of this theater. Oh, of this oh building, it's like so. a permanent, permanent kind of thing. It seemed like it. I mean, I'm sure obviously you can do it anywhere, but it seemed like this was a kind of a permanent thing. Did they have a, an accompanying art show with this theater? <laughs> No, but I, I like where you, what you're thinking <laughs> there. Yeah, that's, um, that's pretty cool. It's a good idea there, Jared. Yep. You're just full of good ideas. Is that, is that two good ideas today? I think so. If you're keeping score at home. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to re-listen to this and dig to see if you left any hidden ideas. Yeah, yeah subliminal messages when you were talking. <laughs> um, okay, so what else have you got? We're going really long here. Uh, what, okay, what else last one. Last one you kind of hinted at already was a Taylor Swift pop-up. Oh, that's right. This looks terrible. Tell us all about it. Whoa, whoa, why? I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan, but... Who? Yeah, but I like, it's all about the gram. Oh, geez. Taylor, he's wearing his Taylor Swift hat. What's that say in the middle? Rep, because her new uh, album is called Reputation, oh. which was this, this pop-up shop in Santa Monica was... I think it it started on her birthday and it was up for only like three or four days. Yeah. Uh, and it coincided with the release of her new, her latest album. I don't know if it was the same day or week, but, you know, close enough. And where was this one? Uh, Santa Monica. Like? Like Third like third Street. There's this area that it's like an outdoor mall that just, you walk down this street and it's, I don't know, a shopping. Like by the pier? Uh, I I have no idea. Okay. I don't know where that is. Anyway, so. so you go to the shop and it's just Taylor Jared, Swift. You've got to understand, I don't know anything about LA. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. But it's just a it's just her merchandise. 
So it's the equivalent of at a much smaller scale, like all these other Instagram things. So, you know, they have like the is it 29 rooms or 27 rooms. And then there's the museum of ice cream. Right. Um, right. It's all these different things that exist just because social media is a thing. Selfie stands where you can buy stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So you walk into this experience and there's all of these different photo ops throughout this room or this shopping experience that is all centered around Taylor Swift. So they have like mannequins with her wardrobe from different music videos. Um, There's a photo op that I think instead of saying Hollywood, it says Taylor Swift. So like the Hollywood sign that is redone. There's the walls have like her photos with lyrics on it. And then there's like a birdcage that I guess she used in a music video. So you can sit. Yeah. In the birdcage that she was in, there's a throne that she sat in for another music video. So there's all these different things from music videos that you can go and take pictures of. Um, And then as you walk through the whole thing, at the end, there's a little shop. So just like a lot of these things, you exit through the gift shop, which is where I got this sweet hat. Yeah. Now, are you you a Taylor Swift? I know you're a Justin Bieber fan, but are you a Taylor (laughs) Swift fan? I mean, and I'm not kidding. I know people probably think that I'm making a joke there, but I'm not. He is a he is a Justin Bieber fan, so yes, um, I am. Um, And I'm not not a Taylor Swift fan, so I have to be honest. I don't like her progression into like a a, like only a pop star. I like when she was in that middle ground. So she started in in country, yes, and now she's trans like she's morphing into just a straight up pop star. Right. I liked like the middle ground when she was like half country, half pop. Yeah. That sounds terrible. Um, but do you not like pop music? I love pop music. I I don't particularly care for her. So if anything though, I would probably prefer her pop stuff. None of the, none of the country stuff. I'm really Mm. not big on the country music. I, I have been so terrible about keeping up with, with music these days. Like it's yeah. Uh, So I don't it's e- hard. I haven't even listened to her new album or or anything. So again, we've turned this into like my nephew explaining to me what the kids are <laughs> what the kids are doing these days. So what else well, did you thank buy? Thank God you Thank God you have that's it. Oh, um just but that. Th- thank God you have me to introduce you to cool bands like The Midnight. Well, yeah, but even that's an 80s kind of thing. So that's <laughs> Well, it's yeah, but it's new. Right. It's it new 80s. Is- yeah. <laughs> sure. So that's all I got, Jared. That's a very anything? busy December for you. And we're not really not even done with December yet. No, I didn't do, gosh, other than the candlelight thing, I did nothing. I've been so well, busy. Well, we have, working. I mean, we have Christmas, but I don't really have crazy Christmas plans. Yeah, so. no, I don't either. Nothing. I mean, this might be blasphemy for our listeners who are like 90% of their activities are from December 24th to the 31st. Right. But this will yeah, be after Christmas. I'm not one of those anyway, right? Or will this be? No, yeah, this will <laughs> yeah, be but after I'm, Christmas. So, I, yeah, but I'm saying like we won't be able to talk about those experiences, right? Right. But I, I'm not going to be able to add anything. I mean, our annual New Year's is watching TV and eating pizza and cookies. So I'll tell you right now that that's what happened. <laughs> See, we do New Year's Day like as a family thing, so mm-hmm. New Year's Eve is is not a big deal. Yeah, we really don't do. I. I we have such a hard time just staying up till midnight for that, let alone uh, going to a party or dressing up, God forbid. So yeah. yeah. And, and I don't drink or anything. So like the whole going out and drinking and 
partying is just, I mean, I wouldn't do it. Do so. you not drink at all or just, you just don't? Uh, I, I don't like, I mean, I have, and I'm not against it. I just don't like it. So <laughs> it's, there's nothing like people always think that there's some sort of weird reason and there's not, it's just like, I don't know if you, if you don't like asparagus, you're not going to go out and eat asparagus, right? Like that's the only comparison I can make to it. Is well, that, that's, that's awfully specific, but that would be like saying, oh, you don't like tequila, but to say in general, I think, uh, you don't drink. I think that I don't either. I really don't like, I don't come home and think, oh gosh, I need a beer or uh, yeah. I wish I could have a thing that in my head, like would make me unwind or like relax. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, see, I don't, I don't, I don't think I need that. Um, I also don't like fruit, Jared, all, like all fruits or is this another uh, offensive yes. joke? <laughs> no, I don't like, I don't like fruit. Uh, I will eat it though. I just don't like it across the board, across the board. That's so like crazy. I'll <clears throat> eat it occasionally. And uh, I like fruit flavored things. Like I love candy and I love Dole Whip. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, I love I love fruity pebbles. Yeah. Okay. Well, so so then you're covered, really. You've got all your <laughs> got all your bases covered there. Well, yeah, fruity pebbles has got all the fruits in it. Right. I'm pretty sure. I just need a drink though that uh, that doesn't make you look like an idiot when you have to order a drink. You know, like if you have to. <laughs> go like drink with someone specific oh. or you go out with people like oh, from a job. I always look like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then you usually order like uh, I notice you always soda order water. soda water. Right. So you look like a recovering alcoholic. Um, but for me, <laughs> <laughs> like I couldn't order scotch, you know, I, I couldn't order anything like that ever. Um, so yeah, I got to just get a, uh, what do you call them? Gin and tonic and let it sit there. I don't know. I don't even know how to order drinks. Yeah. Cause I don't, I, li- I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Which is funny because, uh, and add this to your origin, Mark origin notes Ugh. here. I used to bartend too. So, oh geez. but like I have no, I don't, it's so bizarre that I get work doing that because I never like I have drank, but I never went to the bars and I don't know how to order drinks. I don't know what, if you were to say, like a Moscow mule, yep. I know that's a drink. Right. I have no idea what's in it. Yeah, that's no clue. That's an easy, that's an easy one. I do order that quite a bit because it's, it's an easy Oprah drink. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you saying that it's easy, just like, I literally have no, I don't even know the alcohol that's in it. Right. I know that a screwdriver is orange juice and vodka. That's about it. But we will um, be doing a whole year wrap up, so we should probably wrap this one up. It's going on very long. Yes. All right. So um, I do. So we mentioned this earlier in this episode, but I, I do want to know. Well, there's two things. If you did like the Instagram live or you would like to see us do that again, please let us know. Right. Uh, you can leave a comment on our SoundCloud, on basically any of the social media that or any way that you're digesting this episode or this content. Please let us know uh, if we do get a response, then we will try that again. Uh, and then the other thing, our new segment, regular segment, Tasty <laughs> Time. Uh, if you so we are California in California. So if there's something in California or a chain that has something cool, a new food item, 
um, or it could be a drink too, let us know and we'll try to, as long as it makes sense to go experience that. Yeah. Uh, so those are the two things. Uh, please stay in contact with us. If you aren't already following us, please be sure to do so on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are at Squared Co. Uh, we also have a contest still going on for Star Wars. Check out our Star Wars post to get more information about how to enter and what some of those prizes are. Yeah. Um, but that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you later.